back to the Vet SOS show brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS lifeline. Mark, I am excited. We have a great guest with us today, Dr. Mariah Thomas. She is here to drop some serious knowledge on us. I can't wait to get into this. How are you doing today, partner? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, I, uh, I know you guys are dealing with some storms out there, so I hope you're staying safe, both of you, actually. Um, but yes, uh, viewer audience, uh, get ready because we got some great information coming to you. And uh, also be sure to uh, tag others, tag, like, and share, right? Um, pay it forward to your network. This is great information. And uh, you too can make a difference in your community. So thanks for being with us. Absolutely. And thank you for all of you who have been pairing your channels with us and broadcasting this out as original content over your social media. It's easy to do. If you don't know how to, shoot us a message, hashtag pairing, and we will tell you how to do it so you too can send it out as original content. And Mark, big news. We just passed 1,100 followers on LinkedIn. Uh, so the, the, the podcast is get, gaining some speed. We got some people checking us out uh, on a weekly basis, which is outstanding, hopefully helping a lot of these service members with the transition process. So without further ado, we need to get right into it. We got Dr. Mariah Thomas. She's a Marine Corps veteran with a PhD in industrial and organizational psychology who specializes in aiding veterans and navigating the psychological impact of the military to civilian transition, what the transition does to the mind. Through her own service and observations, Dr. Thomas realized the need for more to, to help the transitioning service member. Dr. Thomas created the Alpha Arc program to bridge that gap. The Alpha Arc program is a one-of-a-kind system that Dr. Thomas strategically designed for veterans who feel alone, angry, lost, depressed, or anxious about leaving the military. Dr. Thomas, so great to have you with us today. How are you doing? Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's the Marine Corps birthday, so <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> we're, we're really going to confuse some people because this is going to air a month from now. So. <laughs> <laughs> what storm it's sunny out yeah hey, it's, it's 11 10 here yep yeah november 10th so uh, but that's a great point happy birthday to you happy and happy birthday. birthday to uh to our marines around the world um big big day for them for sure mm -hmm. so dr thomas let's jump right into it here um what made you get into the veteran support space? What, what made you want to help veterans with this transition process? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, I kind of fall into everything I'm doing. And like from being a Marine myself and then having, having to watch my husband go through this transition and then all of the education basically I've just collected has to be, had to be like build, building towards something. So I feel like all of those things have led to me, like this is my purpose. Now that's outstanding. And, and you have the insight that a lot a lot of veteran sport organization people have in, in the sense that you're a veteran, but then you're also seeing it from the, the military spouse perspective, which is huge as well. You know, my wife and I talk often about you know, what she's going through at the same time of what I'm going through. And, you know, there are definitely some similarities, but some, some potential differences there. Um, yeah, so you spent some time in the Marine Corps and you said your husband's a Marine as well? Yes, I spent eight years in the Marine Corps. 
before I was a supply admin. I deployed to time. Um, my husband is a retired Marine Lieutenant Colonel. He spent 29 years in the Marine Corps with four combat tours. And so he really struggled when he got out. Yeah, no, no doubt. What was his, uh, maybe one of his biggest uh, struggles or challenges? Well, he's still struggling. <laughs> I think because he was in charge, you know, and I think the loss of, I think the loss of purpose, right? We were the self-sacrifice of committing yourself that is greater than you, that is greater than yourself and even really greater than the team. You know, everybody's working towards the same goal. I think that is the biggest loss. Also like the loss of belonging, that mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah, it's kind of like um, analogous to, and, and I've heard this because, you know, we're, my office is right next to uh, the Cowboy, Dallas Cowboys Training Center, the oh. in Frisco. Um, but I have heard, I've gone to a couple um, of the events over there where uh, they've talked about career transition from professional sports players, right, too, and that team, that belonging, that that sense of camaraderie when they lose that. Right. And that's why they have the NFL association or alumni association. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's true definitely for the military. I mean, you, you had listed, um, let me see alone, angry, lost, depressed, and anxious. Um, my, <laughs> I have a, a four-year-old and a six-year-old, so we're dealing with their big emotions right now. And, and we have a, we have a, a cool down corner, <laughs> is what they use it cool. um, but they're, you know, it, it's kind of like, it reminds me of that because it's like, um, they have colors, right? So like, how are you today? What color are you right now? And, uh, it goes along with a lot of those, um, out of those. And I, you know, I know that they all kind of bleed into each other, but what are you seeing in, in the transition space out of those maybe five or, or so, items what's the biggest uh, most prevalent one is it is it people are just you know they're more angry than anything more depressed than anything like what which if any are the most prevalent well um i think confusion and you know all of the primary emotions some of those that are, are primary emotions right they're the ones that are vulnerable right so hurt guilt confusion things like that all of those get covered up with anger <laughs> So anger is the secondary emotion and it makes us feel powerful instead of vulnerable. And so we use that. And so that's where a lot of people are. But really, I think the biggest primary emotion is confusion, right? Like there's a lot of organizations helping veterans get jobs. And then there's separate organizations that are like, we'll help you with your mental health. And I see both sides, especially with the IO psychology so like workplace psychology. You know, I'm bridging, I'm trying to bridge that gap because it's a workplace it's also like it's it's really more than that right it's a culture it's a whole culture and if you're a marine it's a cult right <laughs> so <laughs> um no problem on that should have dropped the crayon i really yeah right <laughs> i had my crayon cake today <laughs> um it's confusion i think People don't understand where the negative emotions are coming from. And that's what I try to address in my program. Like, here's the root cause of the confusion. And then when there's no more confusion, it creates 
awareness. And awareness is everything. Yeah, that makes sense. How much of that, though, is tied to not just the transition? You know, so like a lot of people struggle with PTSD uh, and, and other issues through their service time. So how much does the transition, in your opinion, compound that? Oof, mm, a lot. Good so question. if you leave with PTSD, which absolutely my husband did, um, you have the the trauma you're carrying it around and it gets triggered all the time. And then you deal with the loss of belonging, the loss of the loss of stability and security, all of these things. I also talk about in my program, how not only do you lose these things, but you try to join a civilian organization so you can belong again. And then you get kind of smacked in the face because they don't get you. You don't really belong. And it is you, it, it stunts your growth of a new social identity. So you would join a new organization and you would form a new social identity. And when that happens, when civilians don't understand you, it prevents you from forming a new You try to hold on causes problems in a civilian organization. So it's both sides. That makes sense. Mark Stone is disappearing act again. He likes to jump in and out of conversations. <laughs> See, there he goes again. <laughs> Murphy likes to mess with him over there. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. So um, obviously you have a lot of skin in the game, as they say, you know, because you were a veteran, first of all, so you experienced it firsthand doing the transition. <laughs> Two, you, uh, you watched your husband do it as well. Um, so definitely have some skin in the game and, and that's, um, makes it more personal. So at what point did you decide you wanted to, to get a PhD? Like what made you want to pursue that, that avenue and get that much into trying to help people? Yeah. So the, the completely honest answer in mental health counseling in Louisiana for about three years. And I just had some really rough, I just, I care about my clients. And so I was not, um, they call it counselor burnout. I'm not, I think it was more than that. Cause I was just like, well, time to find a new career, <laughs> you know, but I'm a psychology nerd. So I was like, well, I'll just go get a master's degree in you know, something else. And the guy on the phone was like, no, no, you need to get a PhD. And I was like, uh, oh, whatever, you know? So I kind of fell into it, you know, like he's like, don't get another master's degree, you know, get a PhD. That took me five years to get, and that was no joke. And uh, then I, uh, I was like, what am I going to do with my PhD? I don't really want to be a business consultant, which what it sets you up for, you know. And then he didn't ask this, but how I got in, like, my program is that I found uh, the Veterans Entrepreneurship Initiative. They do free business classes for veterans. I went with the idea, okay, I'll be a business consultant, you know, and then immediately in the first class, the first hour, I was like, no, doing, I'm going to write this program. <laughs> so um, I'm holding out for the honorary doctorate from a college. That, that's, uh, I'm going to wait for that to be bestowed upon me. I don't know that I'm going to pursue one. Um, but great segue, because the next question was exactly that. You got 
the Alpha Coaching and Consulting LLC. But you spell it with a hyphen in the middle of it or at the beginning of it. Um, so first, tell us the history behind the name, why you chose what you did, why you picked that. And then second, tell us about it. And tell us what you're doing. Okay. So there's a hyphen because in the state of Florida, somebody already had Alpha coaching they already had alpha consulting and so i was like if i if i've tried the alpha it kept knocking off the the they don't care about the the they're like that doesn't count so if i put the hyphen it it kept it in there um but the the alpha is i needed a symbol that was like you know you're the alpha while you're in the military everybody's like oh, I'm, I'm the on the you know so then you get out and you don't feel like that. And I needed something that was, you know, that strong military men mostly would not shy away from. And uh, I'm a Leo, so I just love lions. So it was just like kind of all fit together. But the, I really do three things with my organization. Um, it was, it started so I could house my, my military to civilian transition program. Needed a way to, you know, advertise it, or eventually, hopefully, the DoD or somebody will get a hold of this and like make it accessible to everybody. That's my goal. I just want every veteran to have access to this information. And the other two things I do, I'm a board certified coach, so I haven't started actually that certificate, and uh, so I will be doing coaching, leadership, and other types of coaching. And then uh, I'm also, I restarted mental health counseling, but in the state of Florida. So I'm a mental health counselor in the state of Florida. Uh, that's good. I'll be in Florida soon so I can just come visit and get some counseling. Absolutely. I do EMDR, which is a huge <laughs> Every time I come down to visit my brother at Christmas, uh, I got to go to counseling. I'm <laughs> <So> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the Alpha Arch, that's the name of the, the specific program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yep. Um, the Alpha Arc program is, I'm trying to bridge the gap, right? So the Arc really represents the bridge between what exists out there currently and where the gap is. I see this as a gap. Because I am all about finding the root cause. Because if you can understand the root cause awareness gives you options without awareness you're just in the midst of the negative emotions so right now it is set up for one-on-one -on -one, six sessions um i cover topics in the key like key topics in the sessions but i'm also asking self-reflective questions because there's a part of where you experience something and it doesn't really mean anything until you reflect on the experience so it's very important that you reflect on it, the information that I'm giving, and then that transition, because some things bother some veterans more than others. So maybe you don't feel like you lost a bunch of your identity, or maybe you feel like you lost your whole thing, right? So it needs to be tailored to each, each veteran. So right now it's one-on-one, -on -one, but I'm working on it using technology so i'm building it on my website right now and hopefully veterans can just go through it at self-paced and then get my help when it's needed so it's not a, a mass punishment type program like the military you actually focus one-on-one -on -one, which is fantastic you know because 
everybody's different. Everybody is different point in the transition, going through different things. That, that, that's powerful. I like that. What are what are some of the things that um, and you know not to give all your trade secrets away, right? But um, in your methodologies, but what are some of the what's the right word exercises, right? That you might prescribe to somebody who you know can do on their own as maybe follow up um, things outside of your sessions. Yeah, that's a good question because one of the other pieces of my program is accountability. And so without accountability, there's like, you know, you're not going to do it. <laughs> right. So there is homework before, and I will ask you if you did your homework. <laughs> really, a, one of the pieces of homework is surrounding emotions because as veterans, we're told, and for good reason, I understand because the mission has to come first, that, you know, you are told or higher emotions, right? Shove them down. It's not the time for that. Um, so really people have to reframe that and understand their emotions. And I try to do that from a scientific standpoint. So it's not, you know, it's not mushy. <laughs> so like when someone's feeling confused about why they feel depressed, right? Everybody goes through a honeymoon phase. They're like, oh, this is going to be great. I don't have to PT at 5 a.m. I don't have to stay in Saturday duty. You know, like, this is going to be awesome. And then about, like, six months later, you're like, what the F is wrong with me? I feel awful. I feel lost. I feel confused. And then you start, you know, self-medicating or, you know, you know, feeling the anger and using the anger. So the homework is if you, when you feel confused and anger turns on, it's fight or flight, right? We've all, we know about fight or flight. Well, the second piece of that is if you label the emotion you're feeling, that it shorts out fight or flight and your rational brain can get turned back on. So the prefrontal cortex is your adult brain, your rational brain. And if you short out fight or flight, the chemicals recede from that and you can, you can think clearly again. And so that's a piece of the homework. So you need to identify, even if you only do it for yourself, right? You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to put it on Facebook. You know, if you say, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling guilty, I feel hurt, I feel sad, that shorts out the fight or flight. So that is a piece of the homework. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, I, I love that because, look, it's like, you know, how you're feeling is very unique and nobody can tell you how you're feeling, right? So uh, very individualized. Yeah, thank you. I think for that's sharing. breaking a cultural, cultural norm, though, if you're not allowed to put it on or you don't have to put it on Facebook. <laughs> that's almost <laughs> illegal. <laughs> that's not my cultural norm. <laughs> so it's, it sounds like a wonderful program, and I love the fact that it's it's tailored. Um, we we all go through everything and through the, the course of the podcast, we, we've talked to several guests that always talk about how the transition is really individualized to you. You figure out what works for you because uh, there's so many resources out there. And I love you're taking this approach to, to really focus on them and help them there. Have you looked at or tried to talk to any of the organizations out there that maybe your program could really be a benefit to maybe something like a wounded warrior project or something like that, where there could be a collaboration. Um, I have received that piece of advice multiple times. Um, I think what I was waiting for really was 
how was I going to scale this, right? Because you're reminding me, I'm only one person. And it's, while I would see every veteran <laughs> that would just like take up every second I have, uh, I can't do that. And so I really was waiting to see how I could scale it. And I think I found a viable way for now until I find and can pay for an app developer to make it like more accessible. <laughs> I won't charge veterans for the program. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, yeah, because I think there's a lot of tie-in there um, once you figure out how to scale it, with, especially with like Wounded Warrior Project. They have their whole network of people that could definitely use it and, and grow and um, be helped by it, which would be just amazing. Yeah, one yeah. of those... Sorry. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. One of the super important things about it is that like even though i do believe understanding the root causes will help tremendously even if it's not enough for you you leave the program having the language to explain to someone what is bothering you so you can still take advantage of the other organizations right like you can still go see the va for mental health or one of the organizations for mental health you can show up knowing what you need to talk about that is super important for, for me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, um, you know, a lot of people, like, go through these programs and, you know, they'll – it's kind of like a seminar, right? You go through a seminar and you're like – you get these just, like, eye-opening, like, light bulb moments and, and then, you know – a day, two, three days goes by, right? 72 hours, the 72 hour rule. Um, if you haven't taken action within 72 hours, it's gone, right? Um, yeah. Do you find that um, some of the folks that you're helping with, are they, you know, able to just kind of go at their own pace? Do they have to just jump right in and start the adoption process immediately? Like, how do you help people there? How do you work with people on that side of the, I guess, the spectrum? don't enjoy seminars for exactly the reason you stated, right? They don't work. You leave feeling awesome and then you do nothing with it. Yeah. So that is why the, you know, the self-reflective questions that I ask, you know, how does this apply to you? Basically what I've told you, what are you going to do with it? And then I also include strategies for like mission forward results, right? Like we're all about the mission. So, and so, that's the the other piece is the accountability piece, right? Like you will do your homework because I'm going to ask you about your homework. <laughs> if you haven't done it, you know, like <laughs> you're going to feel bad. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm actually not sure how long it takes. So the couple of people that have been through it, the program, they've been out for a while. And so while they've given me extremely positive feedback, like if I had had this five years ago when I got out, it would have, um, I haven't gotten anybody yet who's within like a short amount of time of getting out. So I do need to test that on them essentially. Mm. Need to um, <laughs> what is, what is, uh, I guess what's the process to get started? Can you kind of walk us through that? Like if, if let's say I, I'm like, Hey, the Alpha Art coaching sounds great. Like, I want to do that. Like, can you walk us through that process? Like, somebody, what somebody goes through to get onboarded? 
Absolutely. So if they just go to my website and submit uh, the contact form under age and reach out to me, I, I will set them up with appointments. Okay. So it starts with an appointment schedule and a time uh, to visit with you. Okay. Yes. Yes. I got counseling clients in between that. Yeah. And then, and then there's probably like an assessment that you do, right? And kind of gauge where somebody is at and what stage they're in. Uh, yes, I do like a getting to know you kind of thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So after they run the, the course, if you will, um, what happens if they need a tune-up or a follow-up? And I ask you that from the standpoint of someone who uh, has had anger issues and has gone to anger management. Every once in a while, I need a tune-up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> So, like, That's you know, good. someone goes through that and, you know, all of a sudden feelings start coming back, whatever. So, you know, can they reach back out to you? Is there something in place? Now, the, no, there's nothing in place. Not enough. I haven't had enough uh, demand for that, I suppose you could say. Um, however, I have no problem meeting back up with them, you know, to see where they're at or where they're stuck or how it can help them move forward for sure. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, it, it sounds like an amazing program and one that really could, could help a bunch of people. Um, since you are a one person show, I mean, can you give us a ballpark? Like how many people have you run through the, the program? I haven't been advertising because I'm one person. Right. So like, I know I, I almost put it out on LinkedIn, like take my program, you know, but um, really it's only been about four or five people. And uh, I've gotten super, super great feedback, but I need to scale it. That just has to happen. So I've been avoiding marketing a robust scale because there's only so much I can do right now. So like I'm building it on my website right now and it's going to be self-paced. You should, it should be almost the same if we were doing it together, right? I'm still going to be like talking to, them as if we were talking hopefully i'm gonna after that is built on the website i will advertise more so once you figure that piece out by all means let us know it's something that you know we can definitely be be helping you push it out to to our to our audience and getting the word out and you know uh, one of the things that we're trying to do is as we work on our site as well is you know something like a, a partnering type thing guests that we have on who have their own thing have a link drip straight to it that kind of stuff okay um, so, so definitely you know something we could definitely help you with and um, make sure that we we um, get the vets the, the help they need I mean that's really the bottom line right yeah. yes 100%. are, are you are you working in like a specific region I know you're in, I think Florida right and so but I mean look this this new time we're in period we're in right um has taken everybody really national i think so has that been your experience yes as far as the coaching and like the alpha arc program those are anywhere uh the counseling is florida based but that's because of the licensure restrictions but the coaching Mm -hmm. i can do anywhere and the the program can be done anywhere excellent even international right people that yeah absolutely so there, there is definitely a big push. Uh, the the veteran support organizations are trying to really crack that nut when it comes to the Pacific and 
uh, Europe to, to help those guys as well as they transition. So, so we're coming down to time, Dr. Thomas. Uh, is there anything you want to leave the audience with? If you feel like you're struggling with your transition in any way, shape, or form, just reach out to me and I will find a way to help you. That is, even even if I'm not the one who will end up helping you, I have a whole network of referrals, you know, that you can get the help that you need. I don't know about you, Mark, but sounds familiar. Sounds like she's throwing out a lifeline for people. Yep, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Sounds like a little who you know is involved. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank Mark, you, Dr. You got any final comments? Um, no, I, I just think that's great what you're doing. I, I mean, I, I really, you know, given my kind of family perspective, um, I, I really find it very interesting because, you know, we have very seasoned um, adult, maybe even late stage in their lives or careers going through some of these same things that my toddlers are, right? And And it's just something that is so essential that we're getting this help out there, your kind of help, um, self-awareness, right? Um, Self-reflecting and just being able to train people to do that because we don't get training on that. And, and even me as a parent, I'm like, man, I, you know, seeing what the school is doing and hearing what you're doing and, and things like that, just tell me that, look, our society is just so severely lacking in that arena that um, it, it's it's a pandemic of its own. Sure is. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know too many people who don't hate their emotions. <laughs> right. All right, Dr. Thomas. Dr. Thank Thomas. you so much for what you're doing for our community. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Great information. I highly encourage people to reach out to you. Check out this. Alpha Arc program, see if it's right for you, see if it'll help you uh, make that transition a little bit more smoothly. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in as always. And remember, don't drown the sea of transition, but grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Hello, welcome back to the Vet SOS show.